Paul Goldschmidt is the National League most valuable player in 2022. The Cardinals have signed a pitcher. Plus, a new report says that this is the person the Cardinals should re-sign. Find out who it is on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hadford. I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe and comment so you can interact with us. Hit that notification button, very important, so you know when new episodes are posted. That like button, humongous. I had no idea the like button was such a big deal, you know? It's something that a lot of us just kind of go, we just kind of look past it when we watch a video on YouTube. Very important, very important. So if you actually end up watching this on YouTube or you're watching it on YouTube right now, hit that like button, very important. That way we can get this information out to the rest of the Cardinals fans across the world. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans of baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. So the Cardinals have their first NL MVP since 2009. Congratulations. Actually, I'm going to stand up for this one. Congratulations to Paul Goldschmidt, who takes home the award for the first time in his career. And it's been a good career, man. The last winner of the MVP from the Cardinals, a guy you might have heard of, Albert Pujols, 2009. His third time winning the award and the second year in a row that Pujols had won it. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt now joins the likes of, and we've got a long list of MVPs in the Cardinals franchise. I don't know if you're aware of all of this, but let's check us out. You've got uh, Albert, who I just mentioned, Willie McGee, 1985, Keith Hernandez, 1979, Joe Torre, 1971, Bob Gibson, 1968, Orlando Cepeda, 1967, Ken Boyer, 1964, Stan the Man Musial won it three times, 1943, 46, 48. Joe Medwick pulls it in 1937. Dizzy Dean, 1934. Frankie Frisch, 1931. Heck, we can go back to the league awards before that with Jim Bottomley in 1928. Rogers Hornsby, 1925. Quite a list. Quite a list for the Cardinals franchise. And now we can add Goldschmidt. Goldie, part of the MVPs that have been in a in this franchise's illustrious history. An incredible season this year for uh, the team and and for gold. And sadly, you know, it, it might be overshadowed. Why? Because what happened in the final 29 games for Paul Goldschmidt. The entire season as a whole, phenomenal, right? But everybody remembers what you did recently. In his last 29 games, not quite up to par of what people wanted. Now, Goldie had one of these great seasons, the uh, greatest, to be honest, in a Cardinals uniform. I'm going to steal some of these stats, I got to be honest, from the great Bernie Miklas, who writes for his Scoops with Danny Mac. That's DannyMac.com. ScoopsWithDannyMac.com. If you haven't been there before, you're missing out. It's a great site. If you are even just kind of a, a Cardinal fan, you got to have that one bookmarked, okay? If, you, if you're on Google, 
bookmark it, save it. Make sure you can go there each and every day. They do great stuff over there. And I encourage you to go read this entire article that Bernie wrote. But um, let me give you a, just a little taste of some of the stuff that uh, some of the information that Bernie was able to dig up. For the season, Paul Goldschmidt led the National League in slugging, 578. OPS, 981. OPS plus, 180. Runs created at 138. Offensive war, 7.5. And win probability added. Plus, he ranked number one in at least five other metrics-based categories. That 180 OPS plus means Goldschmidt was 80% above league average offensively. It was also the best OPS plus of his entire career, which is extra impressive considering that he attained that market age 34. That's the thing. Paul Goldschmidt is not like 28 and like in his prime or anything like that. Most people would say 34 is the the back nine of your prime. Okay. You got till about 35, 36, and then you kind of fall off a cliff. That's what most people think. But rather than go into an age-related decline, Goldschmidt had the best, best season ever which he admitted of his entire career uh, when he was getting interviewed tonight. He was like, dude, this is my best year ever. Like I could, I, it was, it was fantastic. Goldschmidt was second in the NL in total war, 7.5 RBIs, 115 on base percentage, 404 total bases and wins above average for war. Uh, Bernie used the baseball reference version. The only NL player to score higher in B war was his teammate, Nolan Arenado, 7.9, who wedged Goldie out because of a dominant, defensive performance, which can't really argue with, right? Uh, Goldschmidt was third in the NL in batting average, 317. Runs, 106. Hits, 178. Total bases. He was fourth in extra base hits with uh, being fifth in home runs, 35. Sixth in doubles with 41. Seventh in walks, 79. He batted 310 with a 989 OPS with runners in scoring position. He was 77% above league average offensively with runners in scoring position. There's, I mean, there's not a lot to complain about what Paul Goldschmidt did this year, you know? Fielding Bible credited Goldschmidt with two defensive runs saved, which ranked 10th among Major League Base, Major League Baseball th- first baseman. He was a finalist for the NL Gold Glove at first base, but finished third in the voting. A lot of us around town think, kind of got screwed, that he probably should. He made one error. One! One error the whole year. But they have different ways that they measure how good you are defensively at each position. And I guess Christian Walker was better. But doesn't mean he sucked by any means. Finalist for the gold glove. According to Bill James, Goldschmidt had a net base running gain of plus 16 this past season. Since becoming Cardinal in 2019, Goldschmidt has a net gain of plus 71 on the bases. And I have said it on a number of occasions that watching Goldie you know, you know how we like you see him running like the camera pants him and he's kicking it into gear. He gets that face going on there. Like when he's going first to third or second to home. Always stands out to me. Cause he's all hustle. You know, and it, it, it's a it's a it's a type of player that Cardinal fans just appreciate. I mean, for God's sakes, we were huge fans of Bo Hart, <laughs> you know, didn't do much in his career. But for those few weeks, Bo Hart was the greatest player on the planet in St. Louis Cardinals fans' eyes, you know? And it's little things like hustling and uh, giving it all you've got on every single play, running out ground balls to first base, stuff like that. He's all hustle. 
And he's not a slow guy, but certainly not, you know, what you would call a fast guy at this point in his career. Although there was a time in 2016 where he stole 32 bases for the Diamondbacks. And you, you know why I remember that? Because I had him on my fantasy team. And it was like the greatest first baseman ever who could hit for average, hit for power, RBIs, run scored. Oh, guess what? I could also steal 30 bases. No big deal. He makes smart plays on the base pass. Does it all the time. Doesn't try to make miracles happen. He knows his limitations, but he always seems to be in the right place. And that's something you got to respect about Paul Goldschmidt. He's never going to be the sexy player. You know, he's not out of the guys who are in the MVP voting tonight. He's not Manny Machado with the flair that Manny plays with or Nolan Arenado with the fire that Nolan plays with. You know, he's Paul Goldschmidt, man. He just knocks it over the wall, jogs around the bases. No big deal. Just doing my job. Uh, all around performance measures, according to Bill James, Goldschmidt was in the 94th percentile in base running, the 80th percentile in hitting for power, the 76th percentile for play discipline, 79th in fielding at first base, and 57th in hitting for average. In 2022, he was named to the NL All-Star team for the seventh time, won his fifth Silver Slugger, won the vote for Hank Aaron Award uh, for being the top offensive player in the National League and won the Player's Choice Award for being the most outstanding player in the National League. And Bernie also threw in this nugget, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, 2022 Goldschmidt batted 317, 404 OBP, 578 slugging, 180 OPS plus, 41 doubles, 35 homers, 115 RBIs. You've heard me regurgitate these numbers over and over. During the modern era, which began back in 1900, only four qualifying National League hitters have put together a season that reached that combination of performance thresholds. So Goldie's line, like all those numbers I just gave you, that's the bottom line. You can't be less than that in any category. Only four National League hitters have put together a season like that. And ironically, they're all Cardinals. Crazy, right? Albert Pujols, 2003, 2008, 2009. Albert wins the MVP in 08, 09. Rogers Hornsby in 1922 and 1925. Hornsby wins it in 1925. Stan Musial, 1948 MVP winner. And now Paul Goldschmidt, 2022 National League Most Valuable Player. Pretty amazing. And we know the season didn't end the way that Goldie or the Cardinals or any of us as fans wanted it to. Had an ugly final month. It's truth. September, October, hit 245, two home runs, 10 RBIs. Also started the season. Kind of kind of cold. 282, one home run, 10 RBIs in those first 20 games of uh, 2022. And then you've got uh, what happened in the playoffs. Two playoff games over seven, four strikeouts. Ugh, not good. It just, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And I'm sure it's the same way for Goldie. But I, I hope that everyone can see the big picture, you know, and see how special this year and what Paul Goldschmidt did on the field was. There are great first basemen in the league. You've got guys like Freddie Freeman, who won the MVP last year with the Braves. Pete Alonzo, amazing season this year. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Kind of had a mm, subpar year, I guess, for what people expected out of him. But still, very, very good. Very young. Anthony Rizzo, Matt Olson. A lot of really good first basemen in Major League Baseball. But for my money... The Cardinals got the best first baseman in all of the league, in all of the league, 
not national, both sides, American and national, all of baseball. Paul Goldschmidt, at least tonight, and at least this past season, best first baseman in baseball. For me, you may disagree. That's up to you. And there's an argument that the Cardinals also have the best third baseman in all of baseball, too, with Nolan Arenado, who was a finalist for the MVP tonight as well, along with the Padres, Manny Machado, who may be the only guy people think is better at the hot corner than Arenado. And there's reason to argue that. Nolan hits uh, 293, 30 home runs, 103 RBIs. Machado, 298, 32 home runs, 102 RBIs. Both elite defensively. Fantastic. So you really can't go wrong with either one of them. But obviously, I'm going to be a little bit biased because <laughs> I'm a Cardinals fan. And I think Nolan Arenado is amazing. I love it is so nice to watch him every single day during the season. Is it not? You never know what you're going to see over at third base. You know, Scott Rowland had that same aura back in the day where he just didn't know what kind of defensive play he's going to make. And then you knew he was going to produce offensively eventually, even if he's in a cold, you know, spurt. I guess you can call it. He's going through a funk. You know Nolan Arnato's going to snap out of it. The dude's a stud. An absolute stud. And he's going to be here for a while, which is great. He's going to be around for the foreseeable future after deciding not to opt out of that contract. He wants to stay in St. Louis. The guys on MLB Network tonight, when they're interviewing him, talking about, you know, being a finalist for the MVP, what that means to him. And he's like, yeah, a lot of people thought I wouldn't be able to hit when I left Colorado, but it's nice to be able to shut some of those people up. They also pointed out how rare it is that you've got him as an MVP finalist and deciding not to opt out because there might be more money out there. Somebody else might pay be like, whoa, we need this guy, you know, like the Dodgers. You know, the Dodgers are kind of looking for a third baseman right now. They're kind of moving on from Turner. But Arnato said no. He said no. And when they asked him about it, he said, I love St. Louis. I love my teammates. I love winning. He said he's something to the fact that he feels that the Cardinals are capable of continuing to win. And uh, he started talking about how the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And that he's very happy on the side he's on right now. And I'm so glad he's staying. And I'm sure you are too. Now what you got to do, if you're the uh, Cardinals front office, you got to go get those pieces to surround Arenado and Goldie. Because it ain't going to last forever. You know? There will be regression eventually. Like, to expect the same numbers out of Paul Goldschmidt next year is ludicrous. You can't expect that. Do you expect what he kind of gave you the last couple of years before this, where he's hitting, you know, 280, 285, 30 home run? Sure. But what he did this year was elite. It was crazy how productive he was. And those numbers at the end of the season is after he had like a horrible September, October, you know? So those numbers took a hit. But I just, I just want this team to do more. I just, they just need a couple pieces. So I hope they go get them. The Cardinals did decide to make a move today. They signed a pitcher. I'll tell you who it is next on Locked On Cardinals. Now, if you've thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up because right now, Locked On Cardinals listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off, which is their biggest offer of the year. And you don't want to miss out on that. 
savings galore here. With the holiday season upon us, it's a fact that property crimes like burglaries, package thefts out on the porch, you know what I'm talking about? They spike nationally. So give your home and your family the security they need and deserve. Simply safe name. The best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe. You can't find it anywhere else. They capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security, too. We're not talking about just your front door. We're talking about every room, window, every door, HD, security cameras, all over it. Taking care of the fortress, if you will, inside and out. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real and even hazard sensors to detect things like fires, floods, other threats to your home. It's not just people. There's other things out there. Mother Nature, she can come at you. And it's not a a very expensive thing to do. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs less than a buck a day. With its operated Simply Safe app, you can stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm, disarm, unlock for a guest. You're not always home. Sometimes you're like, I'll be there in 15 minutes just here. Come on in. You can ask access your cameras. You want to see what your dog's doing tonight? <laughs> People love the fact they can. I was talking to the wife today, uh, friends of ours. We were out watching football tonight, and they were like, oh, look at our baby. Simply Safe. That's what they were using. And my wife's like, we need a camera like that. I'm like, all right, we'll talk about it. This is a good time to do it, though. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system. They can get 50% off at this moment. Any new Simply Safe system is simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. It's their biggest discount of the year. Don't wait. Simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen today. For your second listen, check on, check on Locked Out or check out Locked on Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the uh, behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked on can provide. Locked on Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So the Cardinals did sign a pitcher, but the fact that I didn't lead the show off with that is uh, probably a telling tale that it's not exactly the biggest name we were all (laughs) hoping for. In fact, it's a guy who was on this team last year, got him from the Pirates in a trade, but he's not a starter. It's relief pitcher Chris Stratton. Damn glad to meet you. As we have nicknamed him on this show, the Cardinals announced they have a one-year deal in place with Stratton. The club didn't disclose the terms, but Derek Gould of the Post-Dispatch reports that it's for $2.8 million. Stratton spent the past few years with the Pirates, came over to the Cardinals at the deadline as part of the Jose Quintana deal. He had much better results when he got over here, went from an ERA that was at 5.09, which we were all like, what the hell do we trade for this guy for? Down to 2.78. Ends up winning five games for the Cardinals after he got shipped over from the Pirates, from the Bucks. Not a sexy splash deal. I get it. But Stratton was sturdy. You still got to put the glue together, you know? You know, when you're when you're building a house, you got to put the, the bricks together and you got to build. And then you start bringing in the big screen TV and, uh, you know, the whatever it needs to be. You know, whatever fancy, the pool, whatever, all the cool stuff that you want to add to an actual home. But you got to start with the base, right? 
got to build it from the top, from the bottom down. And um, Chris Stratton's one of those guys. He did everything right after you got him. So why not sign him? Um, but now that he's in place, it kind of pushes the front office, hopefully toward the bigger moves as we continue to kind of limp along here in the off season. Nothing really spectacular has happened yet. You know, you've had a couple trades. There was uh, another trade that includes the Mariners. Remember, they got Teoscar uh, uh, Hernandez from Toronto just the other day. They made another move, trading American League Rookie of the Year Kyle Lewis to the Diamondbacks for catcher outfielder Cooper Hummel. Lewis just has been hurt. ton of injuries since winning the award back in 2020. Appeared in just 54 games in the last two seasons. 54. It's like a month and a half of games. That's all he's played because of injuries. So the Mariners ship him out. Now he's going to be on the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Cardinals got Stratton back. MLB.com's Mark Feinsen thinks they need to resign this particular player next. And just to kind of give you a heads up, it's a pitcher. We'll tell you who it is next on Lockdown Cardinals. But... How about we roll into some betonline.net chit-chat. Number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at betonline.net. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. A fresh slate of NFL games are set to go again this week. Tonight, Thursday Night Football, my Packers. Oh, my gosh. They lay another egg. I, they're just not good. I think that's just where we're at. I thought tonight was going to be the night that they're like, you know what? Let's prove everybody wrong. National TV at home. It's snowing. It's Lambo. It's cold. This is our house. Nah, nah. Defense doesn't show up whatsoever. They make a couple stops here and there, but nah. He gave up 300 yards passing to Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans. Shame on you. Plenty of college and pro basketball going on. NHL, our Blues, victorious again tonight, I think. Shootouts. Um, got a lot of stuff going on, sports-wise. There's, there's plenty out there for you to, to try and bet on, make a little money. If you think you know sports, then put your money where your mouth is. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so Mark Feinsand. I think that's how he says it. Feinsand? Feinsand? Either way, MLB.com. Big deal, right? Went through every team and listed a player he thinks they should re-sign. And no surprise, because the Cardinals didn't have a lot of free agents this offseason, but one of them is a guy a lot of us like, Jose Quintana. And he writes with Adam Wainwright already back for another year. The Cardinals have enough starters to fill out the rotation, so why bring back Quintana? Well, for starters... He was a great trade deadline addition for St. Louis. Posted a 2.01 ERA in 12 starts to earn the game one start in the wild card round against the Phillies. Left-handers are a good fit at Bush Stadium. And given the Cardinals' need for a new catcher, one of the other arms might be used to acquire one in a trade with Oakland for Sean Murphy or with Toronto for one of its three solid catchers. I've said this all along. <laughs> Jose Quintana, if you want him, you can bring him back, but you got to ship some people out. And I, I know people kind of want Jordan Montgomery to see what he's going to be next year, but I don't know, man. Like those first four games, amazing. Did we really think Jose, uh, that that Montgomery was that good, though? 
And then his last few games, not so good. Kind of back to what he was with the Yankees. So what can you get for Jordan Montgomery? I don't know. Do you trade Jack Flaherty? Are you done with dealing with the injuries? Are you, are you, um, you know, you're going to have to pay him soon, you know, like big money as a number one starter type of guy. Do you trust him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really. I mean, does anybody go, you know what? Jack Flaherty is ready to go. Number one next year. No problem. Are you saying that right now? I'm not. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. Michael says one year left on his deal. He'll be with the Cardinals next year. Wayne Wright's back with the Cardinals next year. Steven Matz, they just got him. More than likely back with the Cardinals next year. I mean, the lot is full. So something would have to be done via trade or someone goes to the bullpen. We know injuries happen. So depth, um, always crucial, constantly, when it comes to your pitching staff. Like, guys go down all the time. I mean, look at the team this year. Wainwright had a little bit of issues at the end of the year. We don't know if he was actually hurt or it was, you know, the stride problems with Flaherty. Michaelis has had injuries galore since he's been with the Cardinals. Steven Matz gets hurt twice. I mean, it happens. It just is. It's part of the, it's part of the sport. So um, getting another starter, pretty good idea. I just, I'm hoping it's for somebody that's, better level than Jose Quintana. Like, I really want Carlos Rodon. I really do. I think he'd be great. Left-handed, strikes out a lot of people. Prime of his career. What's not to like? But um, if Quintana does come back, and that's, you know, the decision they decide to make, open arms. Jose Quintana did nothing wrong when he was with the Cardinals. In fact, he did everything right and exceeded expectations, to be honest. I mean, nobody saw him giving up two earned runs or less in every single game that he pitched as a Cardinal. Nobody saw that coming. It was incredible. He's fantastic. And uh, if they decide to bring him back, cool. More power to him. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. As always, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Paul Goldschmidt, everybody. Congratulations. Your National League MVP. You guys are the best fans of baseball for a reason. I'll see you next time on Locked Out Cardinals. 